Hey there, welcome to the Embracing Imperfection podcast. I'm your host, Marnie LaFrance. I am the founder of the Perfectly Imperfect Coaching Business, where I help women find true self-confidence and love for themselves by learning to embrace the perfection of their imperfections. I've created this podcast to share real life stories, tips, tricks, and tools for living a healthier, happier, more authentic, and motivated life. I believe that true happiness does not come from perfectly achieving our goals, but rather embracing the imperfections of the journey along the way. So sit back and let's chat. Hey there, welcome back to the next episode of Embracing Imperfection. I am your host, Marnie LaFrance, and we are on episode 23. Today, I wanted to talk to you about what does living healthier mean to you? In my membership community, we are talking about self-care and habits and creating new things. And the next month in June, we are going to be talking living a healthier lifestyle without the diet. Because I think so often we get focused on diet and exercise that it's actually really refreshing to me to be able to talk about something different. So when I ask you, what does living a healthier lifestyle mean to you? The normal answer that most of us get, and this is what I used to think for years and years and years living a lifetime of diet and exercise is that when most people think of living healthier they actually think it means that they are going to eat better they're going to move their body more they're going to drink more water perhaps lose some weight maybe even sleep a little better and I wanted to kind of look at it from a different angle if you've followed my story when you follow along on this podcast, you follow me on social media, you'll know that all of my adult life, I struggled with weight gain. And I went on the cycle of yo-yo dieting. I used to think that living healthier meant all of those things. I had to lose weight. I had to be skinny to be healthy. I had to cut out certain food groups and all that thing. I would try every diet going and failed every diet going because I would always gain weight and usually more weight back because that's actually usually what happens when you go on a diet. And then I got to the point where I found a diet and exercise or nutrition and exercise routine that I thought was really great. And I called it a lifestyle because that made it sound better than a diet. But really, it was still kind of a diet. But I was doing things that I felt like I could live with for the rest of my life so that I wasn't totally restricting myself. That being said, I realized after I ended up pushing myself too hard with all of these healthier living things and ended up burning out and then having to stop all of that stuff and actually just sit and be grounded and and do the inner work of healing that I truly learned to understand what living healthier meant. You can be overweight or fat as they like to call it and still be healthy. Yeah, I said it. You can have extra pounds on you and be healthy because everybody assumes that that fat person just sits there and eats pizza and donuts and fried chicken. But in all reality, I can tell you from personal experience that I could still eat well and gain weight. So it doesn't just have to do with what you eat or the movement you're doing. I think that we so often get confused about that and we We just think, I want to be healthier, and so I've got to cut this out. And what I have come to discover, as I said, that living healthier, to me, and I think it's actually something that people are actually being more aware of, especially after, you know, with this thing that's been happening in our world that I don't want to use the word, where it forced us to stop and take some downtime and actually really look at things and slow down. Because we live in a world where we're 
practicing being busy all the time. Being busy is actually a social status. Like if you're busy, you're doing things right, or you're a hard worker, or you've got a lot going on. And it's a good thing. But it's not really a good thing to be too busy because that's when you burn out or you get tired. So I have come to figure out that living healthier to me is taking care of myself, mind, body, and soul. So I can't really diet my mind. Well, I guess I could, because if I'm looking at dieting my mind, then that would be removing the crap stuff that I'm taking in, not just binging on garbage TV or reality TV or things like that. Like what you're taking into your mind is what you're going to get out in your mind. So depends on what you look like as a diet. But for me, making time for myself and making myself a priority and, and how I do that is actually living a healthier lifestyle to me. So I wanted to share some of the things that I have learned and, and done over the time that can help you think of some things that you might be able to do for yourself. And these are some of the things that I've been teaching my coaching clients. These are things that I share with my Women Embracing Life's Lessons Collective membership community. We all are in there embracing and, and just doing some inner work and healing and reflecting and taking that time for ourselves. The biggest thing is, is making ourselves a priority, right? To me, that's living a healthier lifestyle. I'm making myself a priority because we so often, especially as moms or moms and working women or caregivers, we put ourselves last. So the number one thing I have done is making myself and my needs a priority. First thing I needed to learn with that is to set boundaries and hold myself to those boundaries because that is so important. As somebody that put myself last, and somebody that was always trying to fit in, I was a huge people pleaser. I would squeeze myself into being like people wanted me to be, or I thought they needed me to be. I would change my habits or change how I acted or not necessarily share my full opinion or my thoughts on things. I would just sit in the room quietly because I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. So I did whatever I had to do to fit in. I would say yes when it wasn't something I really wanted to do because I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings or offend anybody. So when I'm telling you that you really need to look at your boundaries, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. Because when you're not saying no to something, it means that you're actually saying no to something that you would say yes, because you can't do everything at once, right? So if I'm saying yes to something that's not really a true yes, it means I'm saying no to something that is a true yes. That sounded a little confusing, but we need to set our boundaries and it's okay to say no to not being able to help somebody do something if you've already got something on the go. It's okay to say no to something that doesn't light your fire. It's okay to say no, I can't make it tonight because you're staying home and doing something to take care of yourself. So that's my number one tip is actually, sorry, number two. Number one is make yourself a priority. Number two is stop with your people pleasing, set your boundaries and protect them. Number three is this is something that we're working on as well in the membership. And well, actually, it'll probably be something we do all along is replacing old habits that no longer serve us with new habits that do. So what I mean by this is if you've been doing something like you have a habit, if we want to change something about ourselves, and that's what we think when we want to diet or exercise or whatever, where you're doing something that you know no longer serves you, like binge watching Netflix for hours and days at a time. In order to be able to break a bad habit, the best thing to do is to create a new habit 
that will replace that. Because if we take something away, there's that empty void and it needs to be filled up. And if we don't fill it up with something positive or better or something that will serve us, it's likely going to be easy to fall back on that old habit or something else that's equally as non-serving. I don't know why that's the proper way to say that. So what I would suggest is sit down and make a list of what your habits are, the things that you actually feel like are not serving you. They're not helping you lead that healthier, better life. And then think of some habits that are the opposite of that or that you would like to do that you feel like would bring more value or make your life better and then see where you can fit them in. And then I would start by reflecting on both and start slowly one at a time because you can't do everything at once. It's a lot easier to try with one and then change that and reflect and just start building that in. And once you have that one down and solidified, then you can start with the next one. Number four, instead of staying up late and binge watching TV, which is something I used to be, and I would like to stay up late and I'd be just watching TV or playing games on the internet or just chatting with people and doing nothing of value really, just staying up late. I switched my routine and actually became more of a morning person. I used to be much more productive in the evening, but once you practice and you actually start going to bed earlier and getting up earlier, you will realize that you actually can switch from a night person to a morning person, depending on if that's what you want to do. But sleep is hugely important because I feel like sleep is part of leading a healthier lifestyle. Our sleep is when our brain recovers, when we our body is healing and we're fighting off any sort of germs or viruses or anything that's trying to attack us. So sleep is hugely important. So instead of staying up late, just numbing your mind or whatever, how about you go to bed a little earlier so that you can get a better quality of sleep? Eating. I used to feel like I had to cut out certain food groups, like I did the low fat, low carb diet, low carb, high fat diet. I tried keto. I did Weight Watchers, you name it, all the diets out there. I literally tried because I thought that that was the way of eating healthier. I've just recently finished a program where I was actually learning to eat more intuitively. And this is what our children do. If you'll notice, they know what they want to eat. They have it really set in their minds. But you notice as well that they know when they're full. They'll say, okay, I'm done. Or if you give them a dessert, for example, most of us would scarf down that dessert. They may have a couple bites of the dessert and then they'll walk away and say they're done. That's intuitive eating. They're instinctively knowing and listening to what their body is telling them. And that is kind of raised out of us as we go along with finish your plate or eat everything on your plate, all sorts of different ways to do it. When we go back and listen to our intuition, it can literally tell us what our body is needing. And people might think that if you do that, it's you're giving yourself permission to eat whatever you want. You're not really doing that. You're giving yourself permission to listen to what your body's telling you you need. And your body will tell you. I can remember when I went to a vacation in Cuba and they don't really have lettuce there because of the water or whatever. So you don't get a lot of vegetables. So you can get a salad. By the end of the seven days, I was craving a salad. I just wanted to get home so that I could make myself a kick-ass salad. My body wasn't telling me that it needed vegetables. It wanted those. It knows what it needs to feel good. And so now I eat foods, any foods, like I nothing is off limits, but I have the Marnie way of eating and I will eat 
what I feel like is going to make me feel good at the time. I pay attention when I eat. I enjoy what I'm eating and I pay attention to how I feel after I've ate it. And if it makes me feel really bad, then maybe that is something that I want to not eat as much of or cut out. Not to say I'll never eat it again, but you know, I'm just intuitively listening to my body. And that to me is just a healthier way to do things. So I want to encourage you to try and figure out what your way of eating is. If you want to listen, you know, learn more about intuitive eating, then look it up and and I'm happy to answer questions. But just maybe give yourself some grace and figure out why you're eating the way you're doing or why you're doing the diet you're doing, because that's a huge thing too, knowing why. I have learned to accept the body I'm in and I am learning to love the body I'm in and that has a lot to do with it because... I no longer feel like I need to lose weight to fit in with people or to be a better person. I know that my body is basically just a shell and who I am is truly on the inside. So I don't have to eat differently to make my body look differently so that I can please people. Number six, exercise. (laughs) For years, along with the dieting, I thought I had to exercise. We all know moving our body is hugely important. It gives us endorphins. It releases the chemicals that actually make us feel better, which is your endorphins or your dopamine. It gives you that rush. It is good for your heart. It is good for your joints. It keeps them lubricated. It's good for your mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I I feel great in that I'm actually bringing it up that it's good for your health. But movement doesn't have to be this high intensity one hour long session so that you get the benefit of it so that maybe it'll help you lose weight. Instead, it can be anything you want it to be. You're moving your body. So stretching, going for a walk, throwing on a song and dancing. You've listened to my podcast or followed me on social media. You know that I love to do that. Something that's going to get your heart rate up. So just like I said, having a big laugh fest, stretching, walking, walks in nature, Find something that you love to do, bike rides, swimming, yoga, things that can be slower or more gentle. You can do something as little as two minutes at a time, five minutes at a time, 20 minutes, or go for an hour walk, whatever. But for me, finding the fun in it, again, made it something I wanted to do. When I didn't feel like I had to do it or I had to go really hard and sweat my ass off so that I was going to lose weight and and did it for a different reason, it was so much easier to recreate, to create that habit of exercise or movement. I don't even necessarily refer to it as exercise anymore. I'm going to go move my body. I'm going to go do a workout. I'm going to go dance, what have you. That to me is part of living a healthier lifestyle, changing the reason on why you're doing something. I preach this a lot. As I said, this month in the Well Collective, we are talking about self-care, self-love, and creating new habits, and practicing self-care, things like taking long baths with my Epsom salts and my oils in there, uh, reading a good book so that you're exercising your brain, or even if it's just a, a fiction book or whatever, where it doesn't force you to think, that helps you to relax and ground. Walks in nature, go for a drive taking the downtime for yourself, just doing something that is for you to make you feel better, to help you catch your breath, and just to be relaxed is huge for your mental health, which is a big part of living healthier, taking care of our mental health, taking care of our body, taking care of our soul and our spirits. And the last biggest one that 
I love to consider as part of living healthier is connecting with friends or like-minded people. Talking about your feelings and how you're feeling, what you're going through, your thoughts on life, and it just helps you to feel seen and heard. When you're talking with friends, usually there's some laughter. You feel like you have community and connection. You're not in it alone and you're not isolated. And it goes a long way for your mental health, as well as your just overall status of being. That is my top nine things that when I talk about living healthier or taking care of yourself or making yourself a priority that I'm talking about. Living healthier does not have to mean that I am dieting or exercising or torturing myself. I am actually just looking to live the best life that I can for me. Something simple, something easy, something doable, something that doesn't have to take a lot of time or effort and something that doesn't make me feel like I'm being punished half the time. So I just wanna summarize and repeat those again. Make yourself a priority, protect your boundaries, find your boundaries and protect them. Replace your old habits that are not serving you with something new that will serve you. Instead of staying up late and binge watching TV or what have you, try going to bed a little earlier, getting more sleep, whether that means sleeping in longer or going to bed earlier. You figure that out, whatever works for you. Eating a way that's going to make your body feel good without worrying about the calories or the restrictions or the weight loss. Just eat something that will make you feel better. Eating a way that feels good to you. Exercise, so moving your body in a way that feels good to you, that is fun, playing badminton. Like when we were kids, we rode bikes, we played baseball, we played soccer, we would do whatever, played it in the barn, barn tag for me, I lived in the country and it was fun. It never felt like exercise. So if you can find something like that as an adult that you enjoy, that you find fun and you're not doing it just for the result of losing weight, it's hugely different and you will want to do it and you will do it more. Taking care of your mind, like I said, oh, I missed that one. Taking care of your mind. So grounding exercises, walks in nature, breathwork activities, meditations, intuitive exercises that are building and and building on yourself so that you can listen to your intuition more. Tuning into your intuition. I believe we all can do it. Being open to new modalities to allow me to tune into my mind and my body connection. Our mind and body connection is so huge. If we learn to tap into that and listen to that, We'll just be able to live a much calmer, more grounded, enhanced life. Practice your self-care and again, connect with friends, community, like-minded people so that they will help you level up. They will challenge you. They will make you laugh. They will support you and they will make you feel seen and heard. So I hope that you will be able to take something out of this and that you now see how living healthier doesn't have to be connected to diet and exercise or drinking more water. Living healthier just means taking care of yourself as a whole, mind, body, and spirit, and giving back to yourself and taking the time for yourself. Make you a priority, and I promise you that your life will change. On that note, I'm going to wish you a good day, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode or it resonated with you, I encourage you to share it with a friend. It would mean so much to me or else share it on social media and tag me so I could personally thank you for helping me to get this message out so that we all can learn to embrace our imperfections. Because let's face it, we are all perfectly imperfect.